This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. Hey guys, it's the Awesome Cast episode 290. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitters in the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Ready to get geeky talk tech with a Pittsburgh flair to it. So much going on uh, with me. Oh, first of all, Studio B, he's out there. He's doing chilla things in a chilla way in the chilla studio. <laughs> he's John Chachilla. What people don't realize is there's a huge B on top of Studio B that you just can't see. <laughs> and it's not for Big Ass Bank. That's the place downtown where he works and does all the fun gadget things. Yes, all the, I, I, I can has all the gadgets. I can has all the gadgets. Um, and uh, which reminds me, I have a gadget question for you maybe a little bit later. Uh, but And also in studio, we've had him before. It's not his first time in studio. Not my first time. No, no, no. no. Uh, Brian Crawford of RiversEdgePGH.com. <laughs> I have it on screen. Check it out. <laughs> 24 hours a day. He brought his own lower third with him, by the way. Is it, oh, you have, you, 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 are you I got be, props. You have props I over have props. there. I didn't even realize right. you were preparing all this stuff while, while I was setting up. He, That's he, right. He's, he's stealthy over here. So I hope you guys are on the video this week. Brian Crawford of Rivers Edge, Pittsburgh. Uh, Rivers Edge, PGH.com. Of course, we're there every Monday morning, uh, 8, 8 a.m. Eastern, Eastern time. You can check that out. A lot of great talk shows, a lot of great music from the Pittsburgh area. So fellow podcasters slash radio Thing. What do you classify yourself as? As as online radio or podcast? Like like what's like when you say, oh, I'm a radio X. network. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I, yeah. I say I'm a radio network, and just like every other radio network, we have on demand features, which would be our podcast. There you go. So. There you go. Awesome. Well, this is your awesome cast. You can check us out at awesomecast.net. You can check out this and other shows we chucked uh, with our good friends, Blood on the Leaves. Um, a, a great movie that that's in the works, uh, filmed in Pittsburgh or not in Pittsburgh, but in, in Pennsylvania, uh, in the woods. You'll, you'll know when you look at the trailer. Uh, a lot of guys in here, cast and crew, talking on Awesome Chat last week. That's on there. A lot of our past interviews, including talking with Brian a little further about River's Edge and what what they're doing over there, and uh, and so much more. You can subscribe to this, subscribe to the interview show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, uh, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Facebook. The videos are on there as well. Uh, however you want to consume the shows. We even take little tidbits and put them on YouTube and, and, and Facebook as well, so you can maybe get a little of the best of uh, throughout the week uh, as we as we uh, as we as we roll through. So, and like I said, we're on the River's Edge every Thursday morning, 8 a.m. after Funny Money, uh, RiversEdgePGH.com, and we're here live um, Tuesday nights, live.sorgatronmedia.com, about 6:30 p.m. Eastern. We're getting ready, and you know, maybe you'll see us kind of roaming around the studio. You can pop in, be in the chat room like our good friends Wheels. Missy's up there doing the show notes and the tweets all night long. And uh, Jedi Master Chill is chilling in there as well. I know Traegar. <laughs> I saw Traegar in there, but I think he realized it's not time for the wrestling show, so he rolled out a little bit. So, <laughs> And also, a big thanks to our Patreon supporters. This will see business develop up there in uh, Cranberry Township, uh, as well as the Mike Fedor Show. Mike Fedor Show on the Twitter and check out uh, uh, his stuff on there, all linked off of there. Um, uh, they, they are supporting us uh, as our executive producers over at patreon.com slash awesomecast. If you uh, find value out of the show, please uh, hop in there and, uh, and, 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 and throw a few 
shillings our way if you would like <laughs> uh, it goes towards uh, uh you know uh, uh, funds to support the show grow the show and we're actually a lot of discussion happening about how uh the show is going to grow here in in the coming months hopefully so um and, and that's all contributing to be able to do a lot of that kind of stuff that's coming up and become a bigger awesome nation so let's get into it with our awesome things of the week you want to start with the expensive thing let's 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 start with the sticker shock and go from there it'll make everything else seem affordable and we're going to be talking about robots later in the show so so we'll see where this goes as well uh chilla what do you got for us this week so so one of the one of the issues i've been running into in the mornings on my commute to work on the train and even on the way home is i was i was really using the apple earbuds um and they're great and all but they're just not loud enough, especially as you're if you're walking through traffic or loud environments or whatever. Um, you'll note the the huge cans I have on to mm-hmm. to talk on this podcast, um, and I, I, I've reviewed those as well before. So I needed something that was kind of the earbud, but high quality, but and and not as heavy as something like a full blown Beats headset type thing. I needed something I could wrap up and put in my my bag um so i went out and grabbed the uh bose uh sound true ultra in-ear headphones um and the thing that i really like about them is the molding and i'm going to try to put this up real close to the camera um the molding is kind of like that has this half moon piece that kind of fits nicely up into your ear and then this piece is a the, the actual piece that goes in in the your ear canal um, is kind of a, a flexible, flimsy um, piece of rubber or silicon that would kind of remind you of almost what an earplug would be. Like if you if you sleep with earplugs in or shoot um, guns with earplugs in, whatnot. Um, this it does have uh, inline microphone. Um, I know you you were saying that it didn't sound very great on on here in comparison to these ginormous headphones that i have on with that are can be recharged and are um, noise cancellation but for for basic volume up down skip um taking a phone call i've had pretty good luck with these on the on the train ride on the way into work um where they really shine to me is the is the loudness if whether i'm on the treadmill or I'm I'm on the train in the morning. I can easily hear when I'm trying to what, while people are talking all around me. Maybe I'm just getting old, um, but I, I I need it louder now. So so they've definitely come in handy. I didn't go there. They run in the hundred and fifty dollar price range uh, for these headphones. Um, so they are a bit pricey. You can go all the way up to the two hundred dollar price point where they do have the noise cancellation built into them. The one thing about the noise cancellation is then you have a power brick that you have to drag around because noise cancellation is battery powered. Um, And the whole point of going compact um, was something I was really interested in. Um, The other thing is they come with a nice little carrying case, which makes it easy to to drag them around. It also makes them kind of protected in my bag. Um, You probably don't want to be just willy-nilly throwing around your $150 ear, earbuds. Um, but I will say they're they're super comfortable. I can wear them all day um, with, with no discomfort. Even these after, if I have to wear these for eight hours, um, they get a little 
my head gets a little squeezed and I, I find myself at probably hour seven or eight straight. I start getting a bit of a headache. I've worn these all day long. Um, and at hour 10, I'm, there's, there's still no pain. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with them, pretty happy with them so far. Like, like we were talking about, I wish the microphone was a little better. Um, but when it, when it comes to, to um, just some, some earbuds, um, obviously mic, the mic isn't the first most important uh, item on those. It really has to be just good enough for phone calls, right? Mm-hmm. So Correct. like there's, there's not a lot of uh, fidelity kind of need for that, especially on something so small. Um, I, I don't know if they've really gone too far in that mic technology there. So, um, but yeah, that's, it, uh, sounds looks like some good quality stuff. That That's one service. If, if anyone knows of anything that I'd be interested in is I wish there was a service where I could call into it. And I guess you could kind of do this with your own voicemail if you were careful with how you did it. But I wish there was a service where I, when I'm doing headset tests, I could call in and it would automatically catalog what headset I had plugged in and it would do like a voice sample. So then I could go back and listen to it Mm -hmm. and see what the other people on the other end are experiencing. Right. Right. I feel like the, I feel like the price of those, uh, headphones uh it's not bad because uh it's i'm willing to spend money for comfortable earbuds it's one thing that you stick those in your ear and i have very very uh rigid cartilage in my ears i have a i have stiff ear syndrome and when you stick those earbuds in your ears especially the hard plastic ones the pain is is excruciating so uh I, that that looks really nice. I really like the the way that looks. It, it definitely just uh from the video you were showing on your camera chilla and uh the advertisement Sorg was showing, it definitely looks like it would be something that wouldn't be so unbelievably painful because especially like a, a job like mine where sometimes I wear earbuds for eight, nine hours, sometimes 12 hours in a day because I work in a tomb and that's all you can do is listen to podcasts. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, been saying, I've had over ears and, and eight hour days I'm sitting editing oh, yeah. all day long, you know, and, and they get, there's, there's, there's a bit to them. The, the Apple ones are actually fairly comfortable like the, the they're newer not bad ones, like like I, that's typically what i grab for and i have a couple of pairs um but no i, I usually pretty do pretty good by those uh but i'm usually kind of stopping moving stopping moving after a couple hours at least i try to so it, the, the problem i found with the apple ones was in a in a very noisy environment i just couldn't get and it actually was podcasts more than phone calls the mm. phone calls were were loud enough it was the podcasts hmm. where it i just couldn't uh, if a train drove by or a loud siren went by i couldn't i couldn't hear and with these the the plastic is soft and i, I don't want to say flimsy because to me flimsy kind of makes it sound cheap um but the the uh the 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 bows are perfect well, check them out. Uh, here's my problem. Um, I will lose these. <laughs> and that's why I don't spend money on on earbuds, especially. Like, I can tell you where two out of my three pairs are. And I'm not entirely sure where my skull candy is right now. Probably in that bag. 
over here from the weekend, but I haven't seen it for a couple months. And it'll pop Skull up. Candy must get pretty good reviews because I was surprised to see, or maybe Dell partners with them. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to see when I plug my earbuds, no matter what the earbuds are from, into my my Dell work laptop, it it comes up and prompts and says, "Hey, you just plugged in something into the mic." Head, headphone and mic jack what did you plug in because it can't really tell um and one of the options is a skull candy mm-hmm. headphone mm-hmm. earbuds and microphone they're popular I, I think they're super yeah. popular for not the the upper upper audio file but like more of the general population mm-hmm. um so i i think they have kind of achieved that brand status like a beats has so mm-hmm. that's probably why they, they do a good job making comfortable sets as well. Yes. I, I know I have a right here, right here. These are called skull, skull candy. Yeah. And I have a wireless set I use at work. It's a Bluetooth, which is wonderful because where I'm working, you're moving your hands and, and you're doing things like that where I just touch the cord. So you're touching the, the cords on the earphones and it's always like pulling at your ear. So the Bluetooth are wonderful. And really the skull candy, uh, there's some features it's lacking. I can't end a call where I can't skip to a different track if I'm listening to music or listening to a podcast, but uh, the comfort level's there, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So go check that out. It's the Bose SoundTrue Ultra In-Ear Headphones for Apple devices. $150. So we're on Bose.com, at least. I'm sure you can find it somewhere else for a little cheaper. So, Alright, Brian, what's your awesome thing of the week? You brought, again, you brought props. I did, I did bring and, and props. And by the way, people, and people are... are people are commenting. Yeah, yes. people are commenting on your surge. In this the, is uh, not my room. awesome thing, but it is pretty awesome. And I actually got this at the Sunoco in Millville. It, it, surge <laughs> is really weird because it hasn't fully come to Pennsylvania yet. It's getting out it's, there. It's getting out there. Well, they brought it back and it, it's, it's starting in one spot of the country and it's kind of mm-hmm. c- continually going outward. Uh, but it hasn't really come to Pennsylvania much, but some of these businesses are, are finding ways to, to get it in, and uh, that's where uh, I was able to find We it. actually, a friend of the Wrestling Mayhem show has been, one, he he did a version of his t-shirt with his name and his Surge logo. Oh, really? And uh, he has been selling Surge cans at the wrestling at the shows events. in the areas that don't have Surge, because he nice. goes to the ones, because he travels yeah. for wrestling, so he goes to the ones that has it, buys it up brings it and you know marks up or whatever you could still get it on amazon that's where they first uh, brought it back Uh, interesting thing surge story uh just a little side note uh surge actually there's a version of it in europe called urge and they literally just dropped the s and didn't add the food coloring and urge never actually went away so surge has existed in other parts of the world for uh, for some quite some time nice so yes but my awesome thing of the week is uh well, well first off uh Sorg or Wheels, Aaron, on on the uh, chat here, you can attest that sometimes you're out at an event and the most frustrating thing in the world is when the phone dies. In today's culture, without your cell phone, you are done. You're dead. And I, for one, do not have the patience to wait hours and hours for a phone to charge. I don't, I, and I'm at the point now where I don't even want to charge my phone overnight. That's how lazy I am. So I found ways around it. And the way around it is the nice little turbo charger or rapid charger. I actually have two versions. I have the Verizon version, which is awesome because it is a long cord and it actually has a little flashlight where you can actually see the ports so, so like, for audio the flashlight is on the end like the usb port like the mini yes. the micro usb port at the end there it's a little flashlight a little button here you click it so you're hungover, drunk in the middle of the night you need to charge your phone because you got to wake up for work the next morning 
click the little button and you can find out where the import is on your actual phone. And the right way too, because that's yeah, the one the right that you way. always get backwards. Exactly. <laughs> this one's kind of cool because it glows mm -hmm. in the dark, so mm -hmm. you can kind of see the charger. I like it, but the one I like the most is the one that came with my phone. It's um, I have a, Mur a Moto Turbo, and this one's awesome because this one charges a little bit faster, actually. And the nice thing about it is you can actually hear the, the sweet hum of electricity soaring through the turbocharger. It's really great. It's a soothing noise to fall to, to fall asleep to because you know when you wake up, you're going to have a super charge. It's, a, it's great. It's a freaky. It's fast. It's also phone-friendly. It's a phone-friendly charger. <laughs> and uh, what's cool about it is there, there's two different types. The type I have is called a Quick Charge 2.0. And uh, only certain phones have this. The Moto Turbo does have it. That's why I got the phone. I uh, used to have a Samsung, and that's all I did was charge it. It, it was the, the worst thing in the world. I charged it overnight. I charged it during the day. I had to charge it in the car. I had to charge it in my vehicle at work. I was a delivery driver. All I was doing was charging the phone. And the moment I take the phone off the charger, it's done. Not with the turbocharger. Uh, I love the turbocharger. They claim... According to Lifehacker, they claim that it will charge 60% of your battery life within a half an hour, and it takes hours longer to get the rest of the 40%. My experience, that that's not the case. I can charge my entire phone a full charge in under 40 minutes. It's really fantastic. It's uh it's made it's it's changed my life for real. It has changed my life. It has freed me. I am free now thanks to the turbocharger. And I'm telling you, the electricity pouring through that thing, you can literally hear the thing buzzing. I'm sitting in the bathroom because I got my phone on the charger because, again, I could charge my phone almost a full charge while just taking a shower in a 15-minute shower. It's unbelievable. But I hear this buzzing noise, and I'm, I'm like, what in the world is this buzzing noise? And I realized it's just the amount of energy soaring through this little black box on this charger. It's uh, definitely a worthwhile investment. <laughs> so Alex and Alex in California uh, on the chat room says, and I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering myself. He says he says uh, I don't think the humming is a good thing. Sounds like it could short circuit. Oh, it's, the, it's the sound of power. Like I feel like it's, that's not a safe sound. It's a soothing sound. You know that hum means a full charge is coming, and boy, does that just that just allows me to rest easy every night, knowing that <laughs> I can wake up to a full charge phone, or I don't even need to charge my phone at night. I can wake up, jump in the shower, and throw the phone on the charger, and and I know it's set. I know people say it's risky. They sound like they say it may sound like a fire hazard. I say it sounds like life force coming to my phone. <laughs> and uh, you're, you, all of your I, friends I, will love you because of it too, because they want to borrow a phone charger. You say, "Here, spend 15 minutes. Your phone will come back to life." And they say, "No, no, that's impossible. It takes hours. It takes hours to charge a phone." I said, "I kid you not. Take this phone. 15 minutes. Bring it back. You'll be uh, at least at least 30 percent charged." And every time I'm right. I will say this technology it has come a long, long way, um, and it's something that, that um, Motorola picked up, Samsung picked up a lot of the a lot of the different phone manufacturers picked up, and it has also changed the way I think about charging. I used to be more into I'm going to bring two power bricks with me, so if I need to, I can mm -hmm. I can recharge my phone without hugging the wall per se. Um, I know I know Samsung's made a made an art of of talking about wall huggers and 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 whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, Apple's kind of fired back with their own their own 
case, the, the battery case, we, we see a lot of uh, products from uh, Mophie with their, their juice packs and whatnot. Um, but I will say that the, this quick charge technology, he, he's, he's spot on. The, the, the way that I use devices nowadays, um, it, it's, it's night and day. Um, getting that that charge in, in in minutes, I almost equate it to how Apple talks about their pencil, which I think is using the same technology. Uh, I think it was something like a one minute charge gets an hour of battery life or something wow. like that. Um, I've also noticed that with the the some of the touch pads and keyboards that I even have around the house. Um, so I, I hope this this we continue down this path. Uh, I'm hoping next on the stop is not only a, a fast charge, but increasing that battery life. And that's what I'd like to see kind of next. Yeah, I agree. And, and to me, as far as cell phones go, that that's the number one priority is to, is to be mobile. It's a mobile phone. Uh, my, my last phone, it, honestly, it was like a, a corded phone. You just couldn't walk away from the wall. Mm -hmm. it, it was terrible. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, good. So, if they want to check it out, this specifically the the Motorola model, right? I have both. I have a Motorola and I have a standard Verizon model. Okay. I would suggest not buying it from Verizon though, because I spent like thirty bucks on this, and you can probably find it online mm. at half the price. Yeah, so. I, I'm finding a lot of watch. Unfortunately, I think I think very turbo chargers kind of genericized because I'm a lot get a lot of random quick chargers, but I am getting like the Motorola turbo. Power There's 15. two different types. That's the thing. The mm. Motorola one, it's uh, let's see, I have it written down here. It actually will uh bring, it'll put out nine volts mm -hmm. uh, on the uh the turbo charge. That's the uh the quick charge 2.0, but that won't work with every phone. I I don't believe. I believe it has to be specific phones that are set up. Uh, Nexus has a phone. Uh, there's a Note that that'll work with quick charge. HTC One, uh, like I said, the Moto Turbo, the Moto X, both of those work with uh with the uh, quick charge. So I would ask if, if you're in, if you're interested in, in buying that particular one, I would definitely do your research or, or mm -hmm. ask and make sure that your phone is quick charge 2.0 capable because there are two, there's different types of rapid charge. So this, this is a whole other different standard for, for, for charging then. Yeah. Yeah. The quick charge 2.0, it's, it's supposed to be even faster than a regular rapid charger, but I, I can't say even the, the generic Verizon rapid charger, it's still night and day. The difference Awesome, awesome. Good yeah, Samsung recently put out too. They they put out a wireless quick charger. Really? So they they have the they have the charge pad that does the the Qi, um, it's QI wireless power, um, but it does the the fast charge speed, which is which is pretty cool. It, it, it it'll set you back seventy bucks for the Samsung branded fast wireless charger, mm -hmm. but it's kind of neat because you can just. Literally put your phone here. I have one sitting beside me. Um, you can literally put your phone down on this hockey puck looking thing. Obviously, hmm. there's a typically a cable that plugs into it. Um, there it is right there. Uh, micro USB. And then this plugs into the power pack that you were talking about. And I can literally come home, put my phone like this, and it just starts quick charging. So, so but, but it does run a, at a much higher price point. And you need both pieces, the wireless charger and that quick charging uh, power brick. Mm -hmm. and, and I also have like uh, the, the Asus, the Windows uh, machine that I have, um, it has that USB 3.0 and it says it's a quick charge and it, and it activates if it's plugged in and everything, right? Um, so, I mean, and that's probably not as specialized as what you guys, probably not as quick, say. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's probably just 
pushing more ampage to it or something. Well, that, that's pretty much right? what they all do is that yeah. it opens up the floodgates for the uh, the amperage. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I. I love it. I, I, like I said, it's really, it's changed my life. I can, uh, and especially at work because I could just, I could charge my phone at work, just throw it on the machine. And now that I have the Bluetooth headset, uh, similar to, to what we were talking about before, I'm able to throw it on the charger at work and just walk up and down wherever I'm working and, uh, and it, and it charges within, within minutes. But, uh, and I really like the idea, uh, that Chilla was talking about with that pad, uh, because especially you get those phones, uh, eventually, if you're like me, I throw my phone on my bed while I sleep, and then uh, it gets all gunked up where you plug the import in. So that kind of solves that problem, which which mm-hmm. is nice because that was another problem with my my last phone. Is I, I, it looked like it now? This is before I had the charger, the uh, turbo charger. So it's not because of the humming, sending too much power, but uh, the input for the uh, micro uh, the micro input it looked like it was on fire or something. Like I I don't know. I bought the phone used, so I, I think it came that way, but it, it was. It, that would have been a nice thing to have a pad where I could have just put it down and let it charge and not have to worry about about that. So, awesome. So, uh, look it up. I, I, I guess, uh, yeah. Look, look up turbocharger and, and do your research. Turbocharger, and... rapid charger. It, it mm. seems like rapid charger is the more generic name from what I've been able to to find. Turbocharger, uh, either one. You you could search both of them, and I'm sure something will come up. Awesome. All right, for my awesome thing of the week, um, I'm 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 kicking it back. It's going to be a little bit surprised, but this is this is something that I've been using lately, and it's actually been kind of nice. Um, so you guys know I've been using Stitcher for a good while, and a lot of our podcasts are on there. But you know, uh, there was there's been a lot of problems. I think around January they had a lot of downtime, and I wasn't able to get get to my podcast. So like at least for the time being, I needed to find an alternative, right? Um. And, and I'm an iPhone user, so I kicked back to Podcasts, the app that comes installed that you can't delete, Podcasts. <laughs> and I got to say, it was it had been ages since I've used it, of course, and uh, it really kind of it works out for me, you know, and you're going to get a glimpse of exactly what I listen to on here, too. Uh, but uh, it, it's uh, I, I try not to. You know, now now that it's not as goofy about um, trying to listen to podcasts like full streaming, because I don't want to download anything. Yeah. Like, I don't want to take it up a bunch. And I'm sure like half of these are downloading. And I'm not paying attention to it. Um, and, and, and the biggest worry I have is, OK, I, I kick on a podcast that I'm listening to. I come back. And is it going to be in the same place? And it's been relatively, um, relatively decent with that uh, since I've gotten back on this. Um, I went and added just. About, I think all my podcasts that I've been listening to on here, there's some River's Edge right there. Um, and you know, my the, does this hold up? The, the uh, 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 five by five stuff, this week in tech stuff. But the other nice thing is, I've also been able to toss a lot of those those pesky podcast one wrestler podcasts in here. Um, not that I'm going to listen to everyone because I really don't know. I don't really care about what Jericho is doing with his kids at a mm-hmm. Slayer concert or something, but I want to catch some of the interviews. Uh, so it's kind of nice that I'm able to kind of pull up and, and also see, keep an eye on what exactly my podcasts are looking like when they go here. Since I mean, most people are probably listening on iTunes. So, <laughs> so it's kind of nice to know that's a thing. Um, well, there's Cole Cabana. I actually uh, ran into him on our Saturday night at a uh, wrestling show, fellow podcaster. Um, but uh, but no, I, I think it's worth a shot. I mean, you got to think, you know, this is how most people are listening to podcasts. Most likely, they have an iPhone. They say, oh, let's let's see what this is about, and they start listening to something, right? Um, versus the Stitchers, the Spreakers, and 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 SoundClouds and everything. And and I think it's 
as I say, I'm on iPhone anyways. It's kind of the de facto place to do it. And if nothing else, I, I, I'm figuring if I'm getting, uh, if I'm listening to stuff in here, I'm helping out the podcast that I enjoy a bit more because it is in iTunes. And it seems that most um, your rankings and activity on iTunes affects where you are on iTunes and half the places scrape from there when they get their rankings and, and search queries and everything. Mm-hmm. So the more to help those there, the more, you know, you're, you're helping out the podcast that, that, that I think you want to. Well, yeah. another nice thing about the, excuse me, the podcast app for iPhone, and I use something similar. I use Podcast Addict mm-hmm. for Android. Is you don't have to download. Like I, I don't want to download a Stitcher app. I, nothing against Stitcher. I don't want to download a SoundCloud app or or this app because then you've got a gazillion apps on your phone all taking up space. They're all trying to run in the background, so you have to keep right. closing them. Right. Uh, I just want one a one-stop shop where I could just get everything, and uh, that is the one nice thing about the podcast app for iTunes or you know, an Android equivalent. There, there's equivalents as Something well. that the podcast maker doesn't have to put their podcast into it. Like, yes. I imagine that, that is something where, oh, I can go subscribe to this thing over here. Like I know you can subscribe to iTunes uh, feeds, or you can RSS subscribe to them in, in like in iTunes that aren't even in iTunes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they haven't been approved yet or anything, but they'll be in there and you'll be subscribed to them. Yeah. Regardless, it, it's it's a format. It's open, and and a lot of those podcast apps will do the same. Versus Stitcher, I, for a while, I, you know, people would start new shows. I'd be like, let me know when you're in Stitcher, and I'll uh, make sure yeah. I listen to it a little because that's where I listen to it. Exactly. And, and and I've just moved on for that. And plus, I'm just tired of the commercials on Stitcher. I'm not going to pay uh, five bucks a month to get rid of ads to listen to podcasts i could listen to with no ads over here sure you know like if if, if i want to listen to an ad i hope that they paid the podcast i'm listening to you know and, and i get that's the way they're paying for that service and everything um and and also since they got bought by deezer i think it was called which sounds like a character from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> um, the, you know, these downtimes have been ridiculous. I think it's time to kind of move away from a service like that. And I've been on it since, I think, like 2009. Yeah, well, it, it's just inconvenient. I, I, I don't know. Like, mm. I, I was just trying to listen to a podcast the other day, and on their website, it wouldn't play. And there was an option to download. I downloaded it. It still wouldn't play on my phone. I tried it on multiple browsers. I tried it on the computer. This is on Stitcher? No, this is on someone's website. Okay. So their solution was, well, you could download the Stitcher app or the Spreaker app. I can't remember what it was on. And it's like, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to download an app to listen to one show. Uh, now, I was able to find it on my podcast addict because they were signed in with the iTunes library and I'm able to pull from that library. Mm-hmm. But that's all I want. I just want one app where I can find it. I, and people, a lot of people like apps, uh, but then just as many people don't want as many apps on their phone. I try to limit the number of apps right, I have right. as much as possible. And uh, the last thing I want is to have to go here, 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 and you're here, Android, here. right? I'm so Android, yes. I, like, and I feel like, and Chilla, back, you know, let me know if this is the case. Uh, from my experience with my Android stuff, like it seems that you get more background cruft going on the more apps you have versus like iOS feels like it deals with it a little better. So <clears throat> that's where iOS doesn't let anything run for more than 10 minutes in the background, mm-hmm. um, even with background app refresh. And that's a a split second grab data and shut back down again. That's where Android wins and loses, right? Um, it wins because it can keep something open indefinitely 
it, it loses because that's something running indefinitely in the background is chewing up processor and memory, which in turn is chewing up battery. Um, some people do like it though because things like chat clients and whatnot are a little more ahead of the the curve when it comes to running real time in the background versus um, something running on on iOS. But yeah, you, yeah, you're 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 right about that. Well, there you go. Um, so so what what did you say you were using for Android? It's called Podcast Addict, and nobody mm. ever nobody seems to know what it is. It, right. It's just something I found. Right. But it, it's basically all, there's, all so, it, there's so many of them too. Yeah. All it is basically is it's just a gateway to connect you to the iTunes library, mm. and, and you could put in your own uh, feeds. You can put in the links to your own feeds, and it'll bring them up. But it, it's you could just connect right to the iTunes library, just search, and it pulls it right from there. And hopefully, eventually, I, I think we're on the verge of podcasts coming to Google Play Store or Google Music, I guess. Oh, technically. really? Uh, well, we all registered our podcasts back in like October, September, and we're just waiting for them to kind of switch them on. Like hmm. they're, they're listed with our podcasts are in there. Whenever they turn on Google Music Podcasts, we're there um, through through all of our current feeds. So, nice. um, but I think that'll do kind of a similar thing to what is happening with Apple. We're like, oh, hey, here's these shows, you know, um, because these come up and search right beside uh, artists. Um, for for a long time, I had a music podcast as well. I had a couple of them, actually. Mm-hmm. And and we, we interviewed some bigger names, Head P, Cottonmouth Kings, stuff like that. And if you went and searched, and maybe you still can today, if you search Cottonmouth Kings, and you, know, like you get the music, you get apps, you get podcasts, right? And we'd usually be right there, right at the top in podcasts. Huh. So... Um, it was kind of a nice mixing, especially since you're kind of playing in that space. Yeah, yeah, know? that is nice. So then, like, maybe more people can discover because you did talk to somebody that's in here, right? And and maybe you'll kind of get some some hits out of that. So I'm now want to check and see if that's in here. I, I I haven't looked for that podcast in forever. Um, but uh, what did I call it? WPAJ something. Um, anyways. Oh, that's something else. Anyways, uh, with that, hey, let's give a shout out to our good friend Slice on Broadway. Our good friend Slice on Broadway down here in the tracks on the tracks in Beachview. They met me at the door with my pizza today. Really nice. I'm the, so one that's of our awesome. rep, one of Talk our about rep, service. One of our representatives is there every Tuesday. Let's be clear, but <laughs> that's but that, that I was just uh, shocked at that. And 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 uh, Missy said that uh, yeah they, they they do they do that from time to time. They know our car. I'm like, oh, cool. Which is that, that, that's good service, though, because I, I remember when I was uh, – I, I used to go to some local bars back home, and um, I would go and I would get the same drink all the time, and they would already have the, the beer on the table waiting for me as I came in the door. They'd see me open the door up. I, by the time I sat down, there it was sitting there. I've, I've become more diverse as I've gotten older, so now I'm impossible to predict. But it, that's good service. You know that those people mm-hmm, remember you. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about you. And that's the kind of great service that you could expect from Slice on Broadway, which their pizza's great, by the way. I had it for the first time and uh, nothing, heard nothing but good things about Slice on Broadway. They definitely, definitely live up to the hype. Yes, yes. Uh, supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the Perfect Pepperoni Pizza for over uh, over two years now. And uh, coming up, uh, they're like I said, they're here in Beachview. They're over in uh, uh, Carnegie, PA, down on Main Street. And coming soon to PNC Park, the home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, a lot of P's in my promotions these days. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's Rico and the guys are really awesome. Um, started here in Beachview growing up. Uh, there's, there's shots, if you're on video, of their Carnegie location, for instance. A um, little bit from Beachview there as well. And uh, as I say, fresh ingredients, great stuff, and, and, and award-winning and spreading, spreading all across 
uh, all, all across uh, Pittsburgh. It's not just a secret for us in the South Hills anymore. Go check them out. Thank them for uh, uh, supporting AwesomeCast. Uh, PGH underscore Slice on Twitter or Slice on Broadway on the Facebook or the Instagram. Thanks, guys. And, uh, and, and good luck with the new uh, PNC Park location. Nice to know I'll be able to get some Slice when I'm uh, hanging downtown. So... All right, uh, let's get into some. Uh, I had a few newts. Uh, well, first of all, we did have an awesome thing of the week from Alex out in California. California. I, I don't know if he's in the mountains. He can't be in the mountains because he's in the chat room here tonight. So <laughs> um, I know he's getting ready for the Patreon in the Bank uh, special tonight on Wrestling Mayhem Show, for instance. Uh, but he says his awesome thing of the week is the $50 Amazon Fire tablet. Remember the ones that you get you could get in a six pack. You get one free back in the day. I think you can still do that. Um, he bought a slimline case and a 32 gigabyte uh, storage card, and it has been great for everything from watching movies, crime video, as you uh, download more than one video at a time on the fire, uh, to playing Angry Birds Space, one of the apps you can get from Amazon Underground. I'm very jealous because Amazon Underground, which is a service that I think it turns on location sharing or something, and then it gives you free apps via the Amazon store because they had like DuckTales and stuff in there, and I really wanted to use it, but it didn't work with the Nexus 7. So, um, uh, Amazon Underground, where in-app purchases don't cost you a thing. As a thing, they're covering like all the costs for like games and in-app purchases and stuff to a certain thing. And I think you give them information out of the whole thing. And even getting me back into reading, he signed up for a free month of uh, Kindle Unlimited and found The Princess Bride. That was a book. Hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know it was also a book. Okay. Um, I I thought the book was a prop in the movie. But uh, there you go. I, yeah, it, it's it's good to see that 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 nice fifty dollar. Like you feel like you just want to have one to have one around because like even like the Nexus is kind of old for me because I don't even have a Nexus Seven anymore. Um, but it's that thing that's on my nightstand mm-hmm. that I pull up some old comics or something on. Right? See, I'm so old school. I like the old original kindle the the black and white mm-hmm. electric ink where it's you know easy on the eyes you got to turn the light on to read it but that's me uh, yeah but i'm usually reading comic books and checking yeah mail, that's true so, it doesn't, doesn't so, really work for that. i mean that's that's that, that that so that's why i like i'm like oh maybe a kindle just get something a little more updated you know yeah. mm-hmm. and uh or you just put them everywhere you know you can put one for for recipes in your uh in your kitchen you can true, uh, true. you know you can start you know, making displays out of them like Chilla probably could in his uh in his digital dream house over there. <laughs> you know, I know you, I I can see those gears turning. Like what? Do like a media wall? Yeah, there. Oh, that's what you could do. Well, hey, you can get a six pack for two hundred fifty dollars. What what can you do out of that? For mm-hmm. a, for five hundred, you could get a twelve pack. <laughs> well, well, there you go. There you go. Just to do a media wall. Um, and I'm sure they're infinitely hackable. They're they're just Android. I'm sure you can root these things. So. I don't know. Yeah, I think probably comparable to a Nexus Seven, to be honest. So. Missy said she reads paper books. What? What are paper books? I have no idea what she's talking about. No idea. I I've never heard of such craziness. I thought all she does is play Candy Crush all the time. <laughs> but okay. Um, oh, and also, I had another remark here. I, did you guys see Katie Couric was talking about uh, Pittsburgh? That I, I've seen that. I actually uh, reposted that on Facebook, reshared that on Facebook. Almost every one of my family members has posted that. People were talking about it in droves at work this week. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was an awesome, awesome thing. What did she say? I I don't watch TV ever. Well, no, it's not TV. It's Yahoo. It's Yahoo. 
Oh, she, she's oh, part okay. of Yahoo. Oh, she's, she's part been of Yahoo for a while. Now. Oh. Um, Wasn't she like CBS or something? She she was CBS. She was Today Show beforehand. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, they're um, they they did a piece. It, it was a lot about uh, 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 you know a rebuilding America. City cities rising is is the series, and it's not just Pittsburgh, right? I think they're hitting some other cities as well. And talked about like kind of the history and building back up. They talked about the robotics here in Pittsburgh. They talked hmm. about the art scene and uh, one more aspect. I think they hit on here too. So um, no, I thought that was really cool. They, 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 they hit on a lot of it. It was a nice piece, nice kind of introductory for those that don't, you know, and we, we just like it when Pittsburgh's in some positive press uh, these days. But uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a uh, pretty cool. I mean, uh, not that, I mean, she's just the narrator to be honest, but sure. <laughs> she, she's, she's never been here. She doesn't care. You know, that, that is interesting though. When you, when you look at Pittsburgh and you have, I, I, I think Pittsburgh in the next 15, 20 years may have one of the most unique cultures in the United States and maybe the world when you look at the the energy industry that's coming up, the tech industry, and the the art scene that all seems to be rising at the same time. And you look at the extreme blue-collar side of the oil fields and the fracking and then the robotics side and the technology side, you have two very different cultures that are now clashing. And I, I think it's really going to create a, a very unique an interesting culture uh, going forward. I think you're also seeing that develop a little bit like neighborhood to neighborhood, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was just reading an article about Lawrenceville and how it's gotten so pricey because it's gotten so uppity and redeveloped and everything. And now nobody can afford their house. Right. And, um, you know, which, which is, which that, that kind of throws me a little because if you own your house, you should be able to afford still to live there. Right. But, it's, uh, not like, it's not like rent's kicking up. No, but, but your taxes might go I guess up. taxes, but it's still city of Pittsburgh. I can't imagine that would change neighborhood to neighborhood. Yeah. Well, the, your, so. hi, your house value would go up. I don't know if that could. Yeah, there's anything. that too. Maybe that's, so. uh, I think it was more about like, these aren't my people. I'm moving out of here. Yeah, I, know? I, I know I, a friend I think, who's a, a business owner down there. Who's actually getting kicked out of his space he offered to buy the space, but he doesn't have near the money of, of this major developer that's coming in to, mm. to purchase it. He mm. lives uh, just a few blocks off Butler Street. So. Which is a concern. I mean, you talk about East Liberty, you talk about everything. There's there's definitely sure. talks of redevelopment. I saw one of the plans they're talking about doing at the top of the hill here, which looks very different and very kind of like what they did in Garfield and, and, and yeah. everything, you know? And it's it's like... I was like, okay, that's great. Let's redevelop this, but again, let's do it so we don't screw everybody over in the process, too. You know, and I think and that's a very conscious thing. One thing I could say, uh, living in Millville, that the uh, Community Development Corporation is really considering as they try to improve the town, as they are trying to make it so where Millville can grow and become prosperous, but not at the at the risk or at the uh, the peril of the residents who already live there. And I, and I know it's something that they're definitely considering there. Um, and I think that's wise because that, that, uh, honestly, I love Lawrenceville, a lot of what they do, but a lot of it does seem kind of artificial mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like in their attempt to become hipster, they have lost some of their real character. They, I, I don't know. I just feel like everything just seems as, so... As a transformed neighborhood rather than... Uh, and it's not like... like Lawrenceville itself is not like a tech neighborhood no it's not like bakery square it's not like east liberty where like all all of the startups are over there mm-hmm. practically it seems anymore um or or even that little bit in oakland or actually i think most of them moved out of the south side to be honest oh really um mm-hmm. uh, well shell shell well shell used to be in south side now they're in station square itself and alpha lab moved over to east liberty and i don't know how much would be running out of south side right now so you know, uptown has stuff 
but I mean, you see that all, all all over the place. Like all the all the startups go go get the cheap stuff. Yeah. One of my early interviews about just ten so years ago was in this like storefront in Hopestead when when the waterfront wasn't the waterfront yet, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just like, where the hell am I? And I go in, and it's a nice, you know, it's a nice you know office. It's a nice startup office. Well, you I, know, the waterfront's interesting in and of itself because there are so many different municipalities right there in that one area. It's really mm-hmm. a miracle that it was able to to come together the way it has. And that's really one of the the things that kind of sets back this whole area is that the city is not merged with the county. So you have all sorts of different little governments that are giving their two cents on everything. Like if they wanted to run the T through Millville on the way to Etna, for example, Millville could technically derail that operation. (laughs) Uh, You know, they'll never do that anyways, because heaven forbid we have any kind of public transportation in Pittsburgh. But uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, that can. Did you know there was supposed to be a monorail here? Uh, yes, actually, it was supposed to go. Uh, at one point, they were supposed to actually run it from Greensburg to mm. Pittsburgh. As so well. the, there was a, we we were looking through some stuff in the archives at, at Pitt last week. We actually, found... that 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 kind of narrows down my point. You know why that one of the reasons why that never went through? Mm. There were a few people in Penn Township who didn't want the train going through their backyard. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Didn't you, Stork? Didn't you post something about that about there being a an opportunity for Pittsburgh to get some kind of four. Oh, the, like, the city development thing. I actually didn't yeah. put it in the rundown. No, there was like, like some kind of smart city initiative. Oh, I am so sorry. I think they were talking about it around uh, South by Southwest. Let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. Um, but the idea was, um, yeah, again, kind of smart, smart city technology. And this is talking about roadways, talking about smart cars that are kind of talking to each other and managing traffic. Hmm. Um, let me see if I can see it, uh, but uh, but but it was it's down to from from what was what was um, uh, some sixty cities. It's down to seven, and Pittsburgh was in the top seven, okay. and they were particularly aiming at mid-sized cities. Um, sorry, I'm half searching and talking at the same time. Um, yeah, oh, so, here it is. so I found it. I found it on the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, and it is I think, occurring down at. It's South by, and he's actually in, uh, Mr. Peduto's in Austin with CMU officials right now going for this. And it's up to, the winner will get up to $40 million from the Department of Transportation. Um, an additional $10 million from Paul G. Allen's Vulcan Incorporated and a million dollars in cloud service credits from Amazon Web Services. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's, um, the, and this, I found it via The Verge. I found the one that we tweeted out. But uh, yeah, and, and like I said, it's kind of the. And this is, I don't think this is anything new that we've been hearing about. If you listen to what, like, you know, Mayor Bill Peduto says or anything like that, um, like he's talked about, like, like they've talked about a lot of, there's actually certain areas in the city, and they're looking at other ones like Dormont, uh, which I, I think, interestingly, I guess the uh, Dormont Township passed all the city study. Okay. All the traffic study, mm-hmm. and they need traffic help out there. That whole like square mile, um, but <laughs> I know, hey, right? Go easy, go easy on on the home of Studio B. 
<laughs> hey, hey, I was talking to one of your fellow residents uh, a little bit ago about that. I don't know. Were you in that circle when we were talking about Dormont House screwed up? It was you. Oh, I think you left at that point, actually. I probably, I probably left. I was leaving as you were, guys I, were probably. Yeah, yeah. I was learning topic. about I was learning about politics of Dormont. Uh, but no, there's definitely I think I think like that whole kind of East Liberty corridor. They did do the smart traffic study, too. So like the the lights actually respond to traffic flow. Well, that's like, good. Like yeah. that Bomb Boulevard area and everything. They were looking at Northside. Dormont, I think, was another one they were looking at. And, and you know, the like, place with, of, of high congestion. And, and I'm definitely in favor of that. That's a great idea. But we really need to think beyond vehicular tra- uh, traffic mm-hmm. in this city. And bike lanes just isn't going to cut it. Somebody who's driving into work from North Huntington or Cranberry, they're not going to bike in from no, North Huntington or no, Cranberry. But, but, but if you have the bike lanes that, that short, distance that, yeah that's but not... nobody's going to use that in the winter and do you think people in troy hill are really going to take the <laughs> bike true. down i mean that's one argument that they were making at a troy hill citizens meeting is that they wanted to make it more bike friendly and i'm thinking you're on troy hill you're on troy hill people are not going to bike up troy hill can we get a bike escalator maybe uh, yeah yeah you know. we, what we need to do is expand the rail i mean i i mean I, we definitely need to do this uh with the the traffic patterns because that's a nightmare but really mm. you know i've said this for a long time and i'll say it again i should be able to take one foot off a plane in Coriopolis and put the next foot on the tee and take it to McKeesport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now we live, uh, the, the city of Pittsburgh, our public transportation system is reminiscent of a third world nation. It's, it's a disgrace. It's funny because uh, uh, I've been hearing about how these you've seen our our, our tea stops up here in the neighborhood, right? Yes. Like they're they like the, the the line has been they look like they were built by like you know in the Cold War or something, you know, like they're just a slab of concrete, and you kind of and you're inches away from a, a car flying by at thirty miles per hour. But at least yeah. you have one. <laughs> exactly. I live in Millville. It takes me. Uh, I can almost walk downtown in the time it would take me to take a bus downtown. There you go. I mean, I, I could I can bike downtown in fifteen minutes. It takes me a half an hour to. Take take to take the bus unless there's uh, some sort of express route but how that. often does that the, the tea is around? a heated issue here in beachview these days <laughs> so. i want the tea especially bring it to millville especially oh, as yeah. we approach the end of the month oh yeah so yeah that when that, w- that all we won't up. have a tea at the end of the month for six months so uh, uh chill it jeez what are you gonna do you, i'm you're, gonna you're, take the shuttle you're gonna take the awesome shuttle you're gonna be bussing it <laughs> Man, at least I'll let you know how that goes. I get to walk an extra stop, and I still get to take the train, and I don't have to worry about that. Cra- all the crazy people jamming it up like like I did this morning, whenever I have to go down in the morning. So, man, open my platform up, please. Get me on that second back train. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm getting on with bags, and I'm like just pressed in the big. Be- and uh, it's, wow. it, it, it's sad. It's sad. Anyways. Wow, this went. This was a diversion. So I hope you fast forwarded past this. If you don't live in Pittsburgh and don't give two craps about municipal development and technology, uh, but anyways, uh, let's 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 go a little wider here. Let's give them a carrot so they can uh, get to uh, uh, forever by downloading this. Um, so let's let's talk video games for a moment. So and then we'll talk about robots that might kill us. Um, that's a lead right there. And uh, and Chilla, I want to get your thoughts on this Comic Con streaming service as well. And I and and I didn't even look at your stuff yet. Uh, but we will. Okay, let's let's batch all this compute all this video game stuff. First of all, let's keep it Pittsburgh for just one moment longer before we get to the TV stuff. But Twitch is helping developers create games designed for streaming. I think that's a pretty good uh, idea there. Uh, so you know, particularly streaming to their service. Uh, they are citing actually a little bit of the uh, Twitch plays Pokemon. 
that we it's been pretty interesting mm-hmm. um also a part of this uh wastelanders is a is a game that's in a very early stage of development if you don't see this in the screenshot here um so it looks like some sort of board chess game i don't know what a checkers game sort of uh, but if you look very closely, there's actually streaming video in the middle of the scoreboard of the people playing it. Hmm. So kind of built in. And this is actually being developed by, if I got, if I didn't cross my, and there's another one with a little bit of video here too. It looks like a card game. Actually, that looks a little bit like, uh, uh cards, of, cards of humanity. Um, uh, Cards Against Humanity, I'm sorry. But uh, I, I know at least, uh, one, I think the Wastelanders game is actually being developed by Shell here in Pittsburgh. Uh, so uh, they, 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 and they've been amazingly on the forefront of some new technologies like this. Uh, you know, uh, Chile, you know, over you know, left for gr- uh, looking for group, our friends over there in Brookline with their Oculus. Mm-hmm. Like the game that I ended up playing for hours on end, it, it felt like it at least. Um, the uh, uh, um, I Expect You to Die game uh, it is actually a shell game. So they're on top of Oculus. They're on top of this new streaming stuff. They've been, and then in the meantime, they do an app for uh, uh, Daniel Tiger teaches your kid how to go to potty. So uh, they they got their fingers in a little bit of everything there. Hmm. So, um, but I don't know, kind of an interesting kind of localized thing. Uh, let me before I get the PlayStation View, tell me what Xbox is doing with the uh, with their uh, DVR service here. Uh, so. So they, they claimed this was going to come in in like the fourth quarter, and we heard nothing about it. Microsoft did release a USB over-the-air device where you could take any Xbox One and you could plug in this device, and all of a sudden you would get the antenna-based TV, mm-hmm. um, kind of like what I do with or and have done in the past with, uh, with different devices like TiVo. Um, this adds that capability, but what they're testing now in – in a in beta in the 1603 system update beta they're actually testing um the ability to dvr that over the air what will be interesting is if they can come up with decryption agreements with uh, like comcast and and verizon and whatnot to to be able to decrypt the the cable packages but this is one step further into the xbox one becoming your all-inclusive entertainment box in the living room um, if this does take off and it comes at zero cost, I can say that I will probably be purchasing another Xbox One in the house. What? <laughs> or not only gaming, but also TV DVR. Mm-hmm. See, if this comes through and that means it's a DVR for my over-the-air antenna, uh, mm-hmm. I would definitely, that just that's just another box to tick to me certainly getting an Xbox One and potentially canceling Hulu Plus. That's the way I'm looking. What I'll be it. interested in to see is how they. So I don't know if you ever, if you heard recently, they're talking about deregulating or doing the FCC's talking about doing something to try to open up um, competition in the DVR arena and the cable box arena, where they want cable providers to no longer provide the box. Okay. They want you to be able to go to a plethora of third parties to pick your box so- and try to compete. So it'll 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 force if, if if you remember years ago and I think even today Motorola was the primary provider for for the DVRs for both Comcast and Verizon and I'm sure it's probably the same thing for Time Warner and other providers. Um, if you could bring the same type of technology in with TiVo and Microsoft, it'll just add more competition. And I feel like it'll move 
move forward all of the capabilities and 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 things that we see on on the cable box it'll be more than just tune to this channel and dvr this it'll include the commercial skip capabilities integrating netflix and hulu and other services in with your with your either cable or over the air i think i think this is a step in the right direction and it's going to put it's it's going to to your point tick that box and and make the decision easier for people that were trying to decide between a Nintendo, a PlayStation, and an, or an Xbox. Do you think that uh, Roku could possibly get involved uh, with something like that? Because they always seem to be ahead of the game when it comes to that on-demand, that on-demand internet-style uh, TV. I, I could see Roku really doing something great with uh, with something like that if they were given the option. And, and I think Roku partnered in New York in the New York area with Time Warner, where they were actually the cable box. Oh, really? for an internet-based cable delivery service that from Time be. Warner, I think it was. So I could see them competing. Um, it'll be interesting to see what play they make because Roku doesn't have a lot of... I could see it being more centralized DVR where I either pay a subscription or I have access to a common DVR stored elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And then Roku actually streams that content. That would be great. Yeah, I could I could see that. That would be cool. And Roku, they always seem to just everything they do is is so well done. They have such a, a great variety. It's easy to navigate. So uh, I, I had no idea they were working with uh, Time Warner. That would be uh, I wish we had something like that here in Pittsburgh. Of course, we've got the stranglehold of uh, Comcast. Well, if it's off, if, if cable companies start to go IP based in delivery, you'll be able to get it anywhere over your cable provider, and it'll be less important as to. It's pretty much who's your internet service provider and don't worry about anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of related to that, the other, what are the other guys doing? Maybe not an answer to this, but a version, like their version of this. Uh, PlayStation's view has been kind of popping up from 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 uh, uh, region to region. Uh, across, like There was a few cities that they were already out in, right? Uh, but they announced, I think, Monday this week that uh, PlayStation, PlayStation View has gone uh, nationwide. So uh, you can you can go order now if you do have a PlayStation. I think it's PlayStation Four, and if you have the PlayStation TV, uh, it starts at twenty nine ninety nine, and this looks mostly like a fairly traditional uh, cable provider. It has you look at it, and it looks like it has most of the channels like up hmm. front that you think you would probably need. I'm seeing the uh, even the USA networks, you know, the more more than what it has on on Sling TV. It does have a cloud v, uh, DVR as part of it. Um, they have it, it starts with fifty five channels, fifty five plus. So I don't know why we don't have a exact number there. Seventy plus uh, for thirty five, forty five for hundred plus. Again, it just looks like another way for you to get cable. That's not a bad price. It, no. it, it looks similar to Sling TV almost, but it, it actually it looks does. like it offers more. It does. It does. Um, and it's got the trial and everything. But again, you have to have a PlayStation. Yeah, is is kind of the catch on this. Also. Uh, I believe if I read this right, not all not all places are you going to get streaming local TV. Yes, I think some of it is provided um, after the fact, kind of like if you you know if you go on the on demand on on your Comcast or your uh, or, or your uh, FiOS, for instance. But uh, still, I I think in comparison, hey, you can kick up an antenna. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, in for most cases, fifteen bucks. In most cases. Uh, so 
why not? You know, and then pair that with your Xbox One where you got the DVR antenna thing. Uh, Chilla's got an extra one he's going to have very soon. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Um, but uh, interesting, interesting that they're they're kind of kicking. Um, and plus, both have Sling TV as options. Yes, both have basically anything else that has an app. Is Netflix, on Hulu, Netflix, Hulu, Sling, WWE Network, whatever you want to watch. Probably this new thing we're going to talk about in a moment. Um, I don't know, Chilla. What do you think about their uh, about PlayStation's version of this? Again, it looks like, like oh, it's just another like it looks like the thing I would pick as opposed to Comcast or FiOS. Right, and and I do agree with that. The the, the hitch being is I don't have a PlayStation, mm-hmm. so that's the that's the tough. <laughs> That's where it kind of draws the line for me. And that's where things like Sling make it an easy decision because it's, oh, I can just get that. And I don't have to buy a bunch of other stuff. The Xbox for me, I'm already in the ecosystem. I'm sure there's a, there's there's plenty of PlayStation people out there that are, that are going to say, well, just get rid of your Xbox and come buy a PlayStation like I did. Um, I think it's all, I think a lot of these are going to be, what do you have already and how can we augment that experience and keep you in our ecosystem because we don't want you going to sling. We don't want you going to Netflix. We don't want you going elsewhere. Not only that with, with the ecosystem you're right there, but hasn't that always been Sony's thing? They came out with uh, the PlayStation, which allowed you to play DVDs. That's, that's their way of bringing in new people. They came out with the, the Blu-ray compatibility and it was actually cheaper to buy the PlayStation than it was to buy a Blu-ray player when it came out. Uh, this is, to me, along the same lines where they actually used that to try and bring in new fans to get them involved in the PlayStation ecosystem that you're talking about. And once you're involved, then you're kind of stuck there. It's it's kind of like, like you said, with Xbox, it's hard to leave. Or whenever I had an iPhone and I switched to Android, it was hard to, to make that switch. But it seems like that's how they seem to reel people in, is, is by trying to be progressive in creating a multi-platform entertainment system i can't hear you i'm back i'm back i'm sorry <laughs> I, I muted it so i could do a thing um speaking of and then i want to cough after i bring it back um <laughs> speaking of streaming services i thought uh this is right up chillas alley because i know you were looking at i think another version of this the one that had the green ranger on. i think the wizard world thing you were you were interested in chilling. yeah wizard world had a had a con con tv yeah of sorts thing. so uh comic-con the comic comic-con period oh, as in san diego as in and you know the, probably the biggest purveyor of comic-cons uh according to the verge here they will be uh launching a streaming service on may 7th which i believe that is free comic book day it's going to be kind of a soft launch and uh looks like hey did you used to like g4 back in the day guess who all is coming to this com this this network is those guys hmm. uh adam this Sessler, is so exciting for me <laughs> kevin Pereira. <laughs> it's right up your alley i i mean i'm i mean i i, I kind of want to see what the pricing is i'm kind of curious about it too because it's the kind of stuff i I love G4, right? Like I mm-hmm. like I was so happy when like I got the cable that would have G4. Uh I I think when I first got cable all I did was watch all the G4 stuff all the time, right? Because it was all the like 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 the 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 video games through the years and everything and that's mm-hmm. where I, I was introduced to a lot of these a lot of these guys. Um 
there it's it's not just like because the other like isn't con tv for like for for wizard world like it's mo- they have so many comic cons across the country week to week like they kind of are generating the content via each of those comic cons right right so so where wizard world has you to your you're correct where wizard world lucks out they do have the uh, every third week ish uh con around the country Mm-hmm. Um, so they can generate that amount of contact content The the cool thing that I think about that I'm reading about this con TV is that they're talking about making it more like a, a cable service, right? Where I'm going to, there's going to be multiple TV shows. It's going to be, it, it, I'm sure there'll be plenty of interviews, but it, they're, they're talking about a show called Impl- impossible silence, si- bleh impossible science if i can speak tonight um her universe if you're familiar with the woman that runs that is going to be doing kind of a project runway for geek uh couture um it it sounds like they're actually going to spin up the once upon a time promise we had coming out of out of youtube where they were paying a bunch of people like uh chris hardwick to start to spin up tv shows and generate channels um it sounds like this kind of fits in that realm but all in the in the geek world, mm-hmm. and, and and I'll tell you what: if this takes off, it's one more thing that would sway me back away from cable and doing this a la carte, maybe supplemented with a, an HBO to go and Netflix and calling it a day. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's your. I mean, this is your WWE network. You know what I mean? Like WWE Network is the yes, mm-hmm. I'm the biggest freaking wrestling fan in the world. I will pay ten dollars a month to get as much wrestling as I could possibly handle, right? And all the special <laughs> events and stuff. So this is all the geeky stuff that you would that you want from from known quantities that you know will produce good stuff that you've enjoyed in the past. Plus, you will get that big event. Your WrestleMania is San Diego Comic Con. And if they're mm-hmm. putting live cameras right into Hall H as they've been uh, uh, suspecting, then yeah, that's that's basically it, right? The, the cool thing, though, I like about this is though there's going to be a bunch of additional shows. It's not just going to be covering the con floors, and it'll be Comic Con International, so there'll be the, there'll be stuff out of London and other other countries even. But the 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 concept of continued programming that's t- kind of like a TV show base. And it almost makes me wonder, did something happen with G4 TV? We know Esquire bought them. I'm wondering oh, if no, there was some you're kind thinking, of... You're thinking Spike. No, Esquire bought G4 as well. Really? Wait. Yeah. So, and in, in, in this is where I was going to bring it up. So, I know there was certain things about um, G4 and... Statues of Limitation and Kevin Pereira and a lot of those 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 people had to wait for a certain period of time before they could spin up new shows and they couldn't just take a tack of the show somewhere else. Right. Because they bought all those property rights. And even I would probably say two weeks ago, um, G4.tv, which is the old website for G4, um, still had the old g4 information on it and which this conversation just made me go look at it so if you go to g4.tv today it's now the esquire network with american ninja warrior usa versus the world um and they have some of the other esquire actually that's not what network. i see g4tv.com 
No, G4.tv. Oh, 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 that's different. So okay. G4, G4 and, and like Attack of the Show used to be hosted on G4.tv. Oh, there you go. Which now it looks like this is just, uh, this has just changed in the last, that last few weeks. Because um, the forms at G4.tv for Attack of the Show and whatnot were still active mm-hmm. for for a long time afterwards. But I'm wondering if based on the fact that Adam Sessler, Kevin Pereira, they're all starting to come out of the woodwork for this. I'm wondering if it, they, they had to wait a certain amount of time to, in, in, in an effort not to get in trouble with what used to be G4 TV. Like a new compete clause. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And I know, I know I've heard of um, certain, certain guys like Kevin Rose when he left, like he, like I think they wanted to lock him down for a little bit too, and he wasn't even doing the go. Well, I guess he did. He went to do Dignation, didn't he, at the time? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's interesting. Um, but hey, it's it's cool to see the, this spinning up. I think this is right up uh, the alley, and, and and also as competition to something like Con TV. Let's see what happens out of it too. You know. So mm-hmm. wow, I feel like we barely got the tech things. I I, I did promise a robot. Can can we talk about a robot? Um, you're, you're building a robot? Or no, 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 no. I'm not building a robot. That's silly, Chilla. Jeez, it would um, be awesome, Chilla. Can you, uh, if you can go to the bottom, the last one, this Ido uh, uh, situation, this Ido robot again. I really, I really want you to see this video, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping this works out well. So we we looked at this robot before, like this. It, it it's it's supposed to be a super friendly robot. It was a Kickstarter program. And um, I think they are doing actually pre-orders for this thing. It's called Ido. It's the it's the friendly and smart home robot, right? And uh, it was like this little kind of thing. And now they have a big version that's actually kind of tall and looks like a looks like a giant uh, 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 a toothpick or uh, water pick uh, or something. And it's it's got all of the uh, it's got all of the specs for it right now. Uh, so this is like. Jeez, it, there's so much to it. Um, I, I'm just going to play the video for you guys with us, and we can kind of go with uh, what's happening here. Chilla, if you can also kind of take a peek at that video as we're going. Um, so there's so there's this robot, and it looks like he's probably about three foot three foot tall, called Ido, and um, and and he's walking around. And he's got eyes. He's got a little screen and that 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 displays information. And it's got these these eyes that kind of float and stare into your soul. Um, and, and here's if you're on video with me right now, you're about to see the creepiest part. It also watches you while you're sleeping, apparently. Um, <laughs> you know, so it can display the weather as soon as you wake up, along with the along with the stuff. It's got an HD multimedia projector, so it can just shoot the information to the wall uh, in, in your bedroom again after it's been watching you all night sleeping, um, and show you the news for the morning or a Facebook feed or, or as it's showing here. Like again, it, it's this. I, I'm trying to figure out how much of this is um um concept video that is actually going to happen i'm not sure uh but uh it's 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 a pretty interesting concept and it gets in here like there's a certain point where this thing like 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 peeps from around the corner and and that's starting to weird me out a little bit um and i i i I don't know this is watching you while you're playing in the snow apparently (laughs) <laughs> it looks so sad looking out the window what is this and then we go into terminator mode and it's recognizing objects um i, I and i was saying if you if you take the terminator music to this i think it, it would work out really well um it takes care of your kids because you're an absentee parent um it uh <laughs> isn't that what everyone wants anymore <laughs> though i mean it's rosie it's rosie the robot <laughs> completely uh well, it, i don't i don't know so it, it 
does it kind of can you take it apart and kind of make it in half because it looks like at the one point it's sitting on the counter projecting down onto a cutting board Mm -hmm. like a recipe and whatnot but it's not at full height so it must kind of be modular as well side note did it just open the door for those grandparents (laughs) it's like r2d2 on steroids It, it kind of is it's it's I don't know. I want this to be a real thing, but I kind of don't want it to be a real thing. <laughs> um, the kid's hugging it. The kid, the kid, <laughs> the kid is hugging the robot. We we need like a robot sensitivity thing, and I've seen X Machina. I know how this ends. Okay. Oh man! Wow. Uh, no, no. It, it does look like the top part is detachable. So, because I, I think the thing we were looking at before when they were doing the Kickstarter campaign was was that kind of half half version um and it's just like far far too pleasant music when they're when they're uh, going about this um robot give me a wrench jeez <laughs> oh, uh but anyways it, what's it, the point of having a, a robot if you still have to fix the uh, garbage disposal he has no appendages yet he opened the door that I, know, I don't know right? about i'm not sure about that part oh here's that creepy part hold on a second i got to show you this part um He's playing. Apparently, they're playing ball, and he's just like, "Hold on!" They're playing the piano, and he's playing hide and seek. Whoop! <laughs> yeah, yeah. The so eyes that, are creepy. That's Ido. Yeah. It's 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 um, the 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 next web article says Ido is pretty much the robot they promised everyone back in the 1950s. Here's the thing, though. Okay. I see what you're saying about this robot taking the place of parents, but really, is that such a bad thing for a lot of parents in true. today's world? That is true. If that's I mean, the one I, that you I went can to get. The, the art museum and they destroyed part of the exhibit to put in a playpen for kids so parents don't have to watch their kids. Parents don't want to watch their kids, and then we get the degenerates that we do get. So maybe this robot will help solve some of these problems. If, if the robot's there, the robot's attentive, maybe the robot can now start teaching morals and values or, or something, and, and maybe we'll actually have kids with parents in the house. Parental replacement unit? Yes. Uh, says Alex it, in the it, chat room. It, they're already gone, so <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe this will, maybe so, this will be a so good thing. It, did, you, go ahead. did you scroll down and look at the specs? No, not entirely. I saw like an ARM7 chip or something is in there, right? So it has a quad. So here's where I'm going to question the price, right? And I'm going to I'm going to try to read this as quick as possible because okay. I know we're running late. But uh, one quad core CPU, ARM seven based, with a gig gig of RAM and 32 gig micro SD card, with a second second CPU running another quad core ARM seven um, with another gig of RAM, mm-hmm. a third CPU. With a dual core A23 one and a half gigahertz processor with 512 mega RAM, three GPUs, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, five USB ports. <laughs> it has every protocol under the sun. Hold on, hold on. I just, I just imagine this thing rolling around with just like USB <laughs> dongles kind of hanging out of it all day. <laughs> it has, it has three. No, I'm sorry. It has four built-in cameras uh-huh. integrated: five megapixel, one megapixel, and then two half megapixel cameras. It has two not one two dlp led projectors it has a seven inch touch screen and it runs um android and linux mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I'm, what did, how much is this thing well the early bird that sold out was 4.99 on indiegogo 
this is shipping in October of this year, according to the, the article. Uh, you can also get a developer early edition for $5.99. You can get uh, the premium pack for $9.40, all this plus shipping. Um, you can get 10 of them in an academic bundle for, for, uh, $4,800. Uh, and again, it's through Indiegogo, but it, it you know, again, it's kind of, they're funded. It's happening. You know what I mean? Um, 476% of their $75,000 gold to do this. And, and that's the thing. When we first looked at it, it seemed to be like, I thought a lot of this was theory, like robotic theory and robotic AI theory. Right. But apparently, apparently that's not the case. Um, and apparently that it's assimilated itself into a family, according to this photo. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, there you go. Um, I, if it works, okay. I, I mean, I feel like, I feel like you guys see the video recently of the robot fails, like where, where like, you know, it's just like robots trying to walk and they like, oh, fall yes. over. Mm-hmm. Or then there's that one where the guy kept like knocking the one, like knocking stuff out of the one's hands with the hockey stick. Um, that guy's gonna get a robot murdered. Absolutely. Um, I'm just waiting for the Ido fail videos in probably about <laughs> oh eight months, maybe, if I'm my count is right. What if Ido just gets sick of watching you and catering to your every need and he just uh, uh flips switch like a fuse said. goes and he just goes ballistic. And maybe he starts uh using that uh that hologram technology of his to, uh, you know, maybe he takes videos of of you know grandpa doing something i've seen this movie before we've all seen this movie before we know how it ends we know we know how all of this is going to end uh uh time travel on john connor uh well i was gonna i x machine is really on the top of my head but uh really creepy uh conversations and somebody's gonna try to have sex with the robot and it's just gonna go bad okay uh but anyways uh there you go guys that's all we can fit in here. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, we can just cut and, out the part in the middle about uh, 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 city infrastructure. and, 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 and then We're very passionate all, about that. It'll be a normal so. podcast, right? It'll be a normal episode of the Awesome Cast. Uh, but uh, it, let's see. Uh, any shout outs? Anything? I know I will be at um, I will be at uh, Startup Weekend Women this weekend. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working the stream. So you aren't going to be on... You aren't going to be a coffee club? No, I'll be a coffee club. It's uh, this will be Friday night. <laughs> this will be Friday night and um, and and uh, Sunday evening. Actually, uh, they don't need me for a live stream on Saturday because that's when everybody's building their startup. Apparently, um, so uh, so so go check that out. Uh, look up Startup Weekend. It's a big thing. Google's a part, Google Small Business is a part of it. They got plenty of sponsors. You will find Startup Weekends or look up Startup Weekend in general. There's hmm. probably one in your neighborhood. This is about the third one I've I've I'm going to have been to. Uh, the first one was, uh, I was a mentor at the Civic one, and then they had a regular one uh, that I was helping with the streaming rig uh, one of the nights, and uh, and then this is going to be the women centric. Uh, version of it so uh, i think it's a pretty cool event and uh, even just go check it out and see like some of the ideas coming around um you know maybe you'll get into something or you want to try your hand at helping out with the startup with whatever skills you may have um it's a it's a pretty cool event um and i think there's a radio station in town that you can get on the internets uh that i've heard of uh the river's edge pgh.com on my teleprompter Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> Ryan's from over there. Go check it out. What do you got? What do you got coming up? You got a, you got a, a few different shows going on, 
and uh, what, what's coming up this week or just in general? Well, being that you guys have a, a nationwide audience here that we are talking in front of, uh, I think the show that might be most interesting to, to your guests would be Funny Money, which is going to be Thursday mornings right before Awesome Cast. It's a financial advice show, but it's two comedians, so it's not dry, it's not boring, uh, lots of fun. If you're in the area, Tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., we have Bold Nights Out, which is run by our friends at Bold Pittsburgh. It's uh, basically what to do for the weekend in Pittsburgh. And 1 p.m. on Saturday, April 23rd, if you're in the area, if you live in Pittsburgh at the Manesson City Park Amphitheater, we have Heavy Metal Manesson 3. The uh, River's Edge Radio Network is one of the three people presenting this festival. So it's all local heavy metal music. So if you're in the metal and... uh. I don't know, you're in the area, head down to the Manesson City Park Amphitheater on April the 23rd. I want to throw a related note. Shout out to Brew on Broadway for their Metal Mondays whenever I go in there. Nice. Very cool. Yes. I like it. It's Metallica Mondays. Um, but anyways, um, I think the barista just determined that, to be honest. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay with it. Um, we were just talking about them, actually, last week on Bold Nights Out. So oh, you yeah? can find that out. Go to... Uh, the River's Edge page. Click Bold Nights Out. You can see the uh, the Jazz Night is hopping down there. We what what night is that? Episodes. That was uh, well. They just I think they just they're having one maybe Monday. Really? Uh, but we there was okay. a Friday night one a few weeks ago that we went to and it was a lot of fun. Nice. So. Um, also, Chilla, what else is coming up? Of course, there's an Apple event Monday. We're going to probably there run. is an Apple event Monday, and there was there was a an additional Samsung event today for their VR. So oh. go check that out as well. But definitely check out uh, Apple next Monday. They will be announcing their next uh, probably phone, tablet, and potentially some PC, new new laptop, desktop equipment. Or TV, all of TV that TV. in one device. All of that in one device in, in, a, in, a, in a visor. <laughs> in a visor. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and of course, check out everything at awesomecast.net. We're here at 6.30 p.m. around about uh, Eastern Time every Tuesday night, live.sorgatronmedia.com. And AwesomeCast on the Twitter, uh, AwesomeCast on the Facebook, Google+, patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. If you want to support the show, uh, you can do that over there. Uh, and you can, please subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Leave any comments, especially on iTunes, even if you don't listen to us on iTunes. If you have a chance, pop in there. Let us know what you think of the show. Put a rating in there. That helps greatly all over the place for people to find us and uh, and grow. Big thanks to Missy, at uh, Rebellious Flaw on the Twitter, helping with the notes and tweets all night long and wrangling you crazies in the chat room that have been out there all <laughs> night long. Uh, thank you so much, Brian, for uh, joining us here. Absolutely. Don't forget, riversedgepgh.com. Check it out. There you go. At Chilla on the Twitters. John's Chilla on the Facebooks. Yes, we'll right. see you next week. Thank you to our awesome chat room. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.